want to. I usually don't. Can I like hear myself back on them or is it just for... You will, you'll hear yourself back if you wear them. It's not just for show? No. Oh, okay. They actually work. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, this stuff works, right? Like, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. Are you delusional? Do, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I am once again asking for your financial support. Well, put the fucking cameras in this place. Oh, who the fuck are you? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. Come up with a good slogan for them. Liquid death. Murder. Easy life. <laughs> Murder your thirst. Is that their slogan? Yeah. That's way better than mine. All right. <laughs> All right. So this camera is the Twitch. This will be live. That camera will be the YouTube. Okay. And we uh, we'll edit. Three cameras? This is two. Oh, I don't yeah. know why I counted three. No. We oh, Twitch, Twitch is live. Yeah, 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 my bad. That's right, that's right. Will you set that up there, Jake? Yeah. Jake. It's Jake, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not Jack. My friend is Jack. Not that you're not my friend. <laughs> yeah, you could also someday. You're not my friend. Yet. You'll never be Jack. <laughs> You'll never be Jack, if you're listening. That's funny. I just want to forget your name. Oh, Jake. Jake and Nick. Yep, yep. Uh, you always got the little one-liner before we get started <laughs> get going then yo what's up everybody what's up with that i got another chef with me today another great episode thanks for tuning in everybody on the twitch i really appreciate it y'all rock anyway armando hey what's, what's up, up dude yeah long time no see you i was gonna say it's been i was counting five years no way i think dude, it, at it, least it, since we Dude, it's we lived in the now. same house. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least five years, yeah. But I don't know when I actually saw you last. Yeah, because we didn't see each other much. Not I don't much. think I ever saw you after that, dude. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so we used to uh, split a house yep. like five years ago with my homie Jordan and, and my wife Kinsey and, uh, out in Royce City. It was, it was a sweet little deal out there. Nice little yeah. place. We lived in, it's like a duplex house. Yeah, yeah. We lived on one side and you all lived on the other. Yeah. Y'all were always cooking some shit up over there. Yeah, man. that's all we did. Yeah. Cooked. We'd wake up in the morning and go sit on the uh, storm shelter mm -hmm. and just eat watermelon all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that little house, man. And that's down it. in the storm shelter, you go down there and just chill, hang out. That's right. Yeah. I used to go down there to play songs. Uh, no way. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never thought about that, dude. The acoustics in there? Yeah, it's pretty echoey. Yeah, that must be nice. It's sick. Hell yeah. What Are you still playing like ukulele and stuff? And I haven't played in a while, yeah. dude. And I was wondering. I was like, "There's, a, I've seen the show, and it's mostly musicians on here." Yeah. I'm like, what is this? I'm like the off odd one out. But you also had a yeah, a yeah, couple so, chefs on here. Exactly. So I'm trying to just diversify and get anybody that's interesting. Honestly, that's cool. You know, I thought, you, and I've been following you, you for years, right, dude. Yeah, of weird. course. I mean, I've, I've been following you for years, dude. And I, I think all your Instagram reels are hilarious and just super creative. And thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to know more about your journey, where where it all started with food and everything. Being right. a being a, a vegan, mm -hmm. still vegan, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about that journey as far as getting involved in uh, cooking and cooking. where you started. I guess if we're gonna trace it super far back, I think my interest in cooking started in college. Is where you kind of have to like fend for yourself a little more. For sure, yeah. So I was cooking 
simple stuff like egg sandwiches and ramen and hot dogs, like cheap stuff. But I, I found that I enjoyed the act of cooking and like the craft of it. Yeah. And then in college, I also, towards the end, I went vegan and that forces you to cook even more because, you know, uh, at the time, it was almost 10 years ago, there wasn't like the products were like emerging, but you still had to cook your own food. Yeah, yeah. I remember back back then, or like six years ago, so I was vegetarian at the same time. Not anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I gave it up. But anyway, okay. yeah. So um, I remember, dude. It was it, it forces you to cook and like try yeah. expand your palate because you're you're limited exactly. now. You're limited, but you're not. You yep. know what I mean? You just you're limited socially. Creative. Like yeah, it doesn't yeah. cater to you. Exactly. The world at that time. It's at getting, the time. That's right. It's getting way better. Way better, dude. There's yeah. there's so much more products out there and shit. Like the Impossible. Do you do you like the Impossible meat? Yeah, I like it. Prefer the Beyond, but yeah, there's like Beyond and Impossible yeah, yeah. just everywhere. Yeah, that's really cool how they're starting to cater to stuff like that. And there's more and more restaurants coming out now. Oh yeah, it's snowballing for sure. Where where did you get your start in cooking at a re- uh, what restaurant? Uh, it was at Spiral Diner. Oh, no way. Yeah, so I went vegan, moved to Dallas, and then after a year of living here, I applied at Spiral, and I started off washing dishes, and then on the grill, and then, you know, expoing food, and then yeah. that's where you, like, where it starts. You're learning techniques, and actually, my dad's a chef, and um, I didn't really learn as much from him in the beginning, because I didn't want to be a chef, you know? Following his footsteps. Yeah, he's like, you're going to be this one day. I'm like, nah, I don't yeah. want to do that. And here I am. So, so yeah, I started college and then vegan and then working at a vegan kitchen. And then from there, you know, just I started seeing it as more of an art form. And uh, I guess it's like a, an extension of, of service. Yeah. It's like if you cook for someone, you're like doing something cool for someone and you're nourishing them and, and it's art. And then eventually it became an art for me. And you just, you know, you dive deep. You watch videos on YouTube, yeah. documentaries. Uh, and that's really where it started. Who were some of your big influences cooking? You say you watch a bunch of documentaries. But yeah, so I guess my favorites, uh, one of my favorite documentaries is um, Chef's Table on Netflix. Oh, I love Have that. you ever seen that series? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and then, but I really enjoy like Vice's uh, Munchies. Yep. Have you ever seen those? The whole series. Yeah, yeah. Munchies is just sick. I, I prefer that actually. Actually, they're, they're just different. Yeah, they're two different. The one's a little fancier and one's like more... More casual. Yeah, more casual, and it's real. Like, I like the chef's night out where uh, the chefs, they get in a van, they drink, and they just hop restaurants. Right. So I like that aspect. Um, You've seen Action Bronson's show, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love Like, his stuff, show. too. Yeah. And uh, Maddie Matheson. Oh, dude, I love... Dude, I could watch his shit all day. Yeah, dude, so stuff like that. I'm a big fan of... That's why I like making videos like that. Yeah. Or, I mean, not as good, but I aspire to... Oh, they're great. One day, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get there. It's yeah. just... my Slowly, you know? You're getting up there. So, I would like to get more into film. Um, Actually, buy a camera, because I do everything on my phone. Yeah. So, you're wanting to actually make videos and... I want to make videos YouTube of... YouTube channel, or are you interested in Yeah, that? YouTube, anything, really. Um, All the platforms. Yeah. I want to make videos, but on a more professional scale. Like with, you know, cool cameras like y'all yeah, have. Yeah, so just making uh, different dishes, have people on. What, what do you have in mind? Uh, everything from, like, cooking shows mm. to actually just going into restaurants and documenting my experience. Yeah. There's this guy on TikTok. His name is a uh, his, – his TikTok name is a cook named Matt. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of him, but I really like his style because he just documents what he does. He's like, okay, I'm here at the grocery store, and this is what you could – and it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
and his cooking videos are cool too. That's what I like about your videos because you'll you'll go and like uh, you'll walk into Kroger or something and be like, all right, I well, love Kroger. this is where I go get my whatever for this, and then yeah. you, you take it home, you're preparing it, and, and then you into the video you got a whole meal. Exactly, it's that cool process. That's my uh, that's my goal. Really is is uh, to be as regular as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I I think about the people that don't have time or money to go to like a farmer's market sure. and make a raw vegan. 12 step meal. It's yeah. just like, I just go get a can of beans and with the right seasoning and veggies, you can make a taco. See, I was telling yeah. somebody the other day, you can do anything with a can of beans. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys had it right. Right, right. <laughs> like, not the football team. So tell me about uh, your experience with, uh, with Spiral Closing recently. Um, Were you involved at all or did you? Uh, no, that was after my time, but I heard it was just the Dallas location. Mm-hmm. So they still have other ones, but it was, you know, it was. Uh, that's where I started. Right. So it was it was meaningful, you know, when it closed. It was had some impact. Um, that's where yeah. you got your start. That's where I got my start. Yeah. That's where I met a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Right. Dallas Spiral. So then you went from Spiral to Zonk. Uh, to V Eats. Oh, V Eats. I don't know if you ever went there. No. Yeah, I worked there for a year, and then I went back to Spiral. Mm-hmm. Super charged up and. I became the kitchen manager. Oh, right on. So yeah, I started off as you know just a cook. Left, did some, did a year at this nice place. Uh, came back, and then for like a year and a half to two years, I ran the Dallas Kitchen, Dallas Spiral Kitchen. That's awesome. It was a fun time. Yeah, uh, it's a good restaurant. Um, and then I just kind of like worked my way through different spots. Worked at Nuno's Tacos. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been there. I hadn't heard of that one. It's my favorite vegan restaurant in Dallas. Oh, no way. Yeah. I got to check it out. Then. It's uh, it's Mexican food. Yeah. And Nuno, who's, Nuno's is named after, he's a cool guy and he's a really good cook. Yeah, so, shout out Nuno's. Yeah. yeah, Nuno's Tacos. Y'all already know. <laughs> um, then after Nuno's, I went to Zonkburger mm-hmm. and helped them out. We started off from the beginning. We were painting walls, putting up shelves. Oh, wow. Uh, so you got the whole experience. Yeah, I got the whole experience. I had the owner, one of the owners, I had worked with her at Spiral. So that's how we knew each other. Oh, right on. And then after a year at Zonk, um, another good restaurant. You all should check out Zonk Burger in Fort Worth. Yeah, it looks great, honestly. Yeah, it's really quality stuff. Mm. Second favorite restaurant in DFW. Right on. Um, so after a year of doing that, I decided that I want more. You know, I want to expand my horizons. I want to work in fine dining kitchens. Yeah, right. Um, and there's not a lot of that here. And so I have a cousin in New York, and she's like, "You should come up here. You'd really love the city." Okay. There's like so hundreds of vegan restaurants. What, that was started. The That's kind of what like started it. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I applied just for grins to a spot, and I got a reply. I didn't get the job, but just the fact that I got a response yeah. for like a pretty high end, high position restaurant. Uh, kind of give me the boost of confidence I needed. With that fire in you. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I could do this. Yeah, yeah. So put in my two weeks and just heading out there in a couple of weeks. That's awesome, man. I love that leap of faith. Yeah. It's kind of, you got to jump first. You have to, right? Yeah. yeah you, you have to go head in. Yeah. Head first, man. So sure. have you had experience uh, being a line cook? Yeah. yeah. How stressful is that? Um, have you all seen The Bear? I was going to ask you, you've seen The Bear, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's like The Bear. Yeah? Yeah. I love that show, dude. It it's was, a good show. It was so good. One of my favorite shows. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that. It's just like, um, it can break you if mm-hmm. you, 
I remember my dad told me that once he found a cook in the walk-in just crying. Yeah. A grown man. He's like, yeah, I just found this guy in the in walk-in crying because the tickets are just like. Just having a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty stressful, but um, I think you learn to deal with it in different ways. I learned to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would tell everyone, I'm like, when you get just angry, stress, just keep breathing like deep, very intentional breaths. And uh, one of my coworkers was like, her name's Tatiana. She was like, just remember at the end of the day, it's just food. Yeah. You know, you're not dealing with people's money or their medicine or that's true it can still be stressful as fuck. no it's super stressful yeah. but, but i guess yeah it's not as high stakes as like a surgeon you know for sure yeah pop the wrong organ on the yeah do you think uh so speaking on that is um a lot of chefs seem to struggle with some mental health issues and stuff do you think that plays part in it yeah i think maybe the a lot of things one of things is maybe the scheduling mm-hmm. is um Working weekends and issues with partners. I've had I've heard a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Always. always maybe on. one works the weekdays and one works the weekends. Mm. Or even socially, like going out, you know, service industry, they go out, you know, turning up on a Tuesday or a Monday. So there's that. And then I guess the high stress leads to habits of yeah. substances or. Or maybe it just attracts a certain kind of person. I guess I'm thinking of people like uh, Bourdain. Bourdain. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he was a, sh- a line chef and mm. ultimately seemed to catch up with him. Not that the cooking did it, but... Yeah, I don't I really know what it was with him. I don't know much about him, which I should, I guess. But I know he was, he traveled a lot. Yeah. And I think I remember him saying that, him seeing, like, the world and seeing, like, the, the bad parts mm-hmm. kind of, like, affected him. Absolutely. It it would affect me. Yeah, he was just he's just very um very intuitive guy and he's yeah. very in tune. So he probably just saw everything. He was like, Well pretty so. effed up. I think so too, man. I, I totally agree with you. He just he saw how fucked up the world was and didn't want no part maybe, of it anymore. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I can't really say. Yeah, who knows, man. Uh so you kinda of touched on it a little bit with, with dating. Um and being vegan, do you struggle? Do you only date vegans, or do you? Is that even something you even think about? Uh so yeah, I used to only date vegans. Yeah, and it's got to be stressful, like. Yeah, and uh, it's it's mostly like a respect thing. Yeah, I've gone on dates with non-vegans, <clears throat> and by the way, I'm more open. I'm open to dating non-vegans now. Yeah, but before it was only vegans, and the times I did go on dates with non-vegans, um, they would be like, "Yeah, that's cool." I'm like, "Okay, cool," and then they'd order like a whole chicken in front of me and disrespectful yeah i just thought that was really <laughs> weird i'm like cool and they were just like gobbling down and I, they're yeah. like what I'm like nothing mm-hmm. well they're just not aware of it i think that yeah it's just an awareness thing yeah so i think if someone was like oh well let me just eat this with my friends and not maybe not with you yeah i'd be okay with that it's i know um when i was vegetarian and kinsey was still eating meat it, mm-hmm. it, it just causes conflict as far as like where do you want to go eat and you know that's already yeah. a struggle in relationships. Yeah, anyway. it's like adds to it. So it's just like fire onto it, and you're, it, it's stressful as fuck sometimes. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, it is easier. It's much easier. For sure. Uh, what what kind of food did you uh, enjoy eating when you were growing up? Growing up, I ate Mexican food. Yeah. You know, that, um, that's just in the house with you. Or? That's just in the house. Um, my grandmas, both of them, um, they're really good cooks, and I learned a lot from them. My mom, she'd make me Mexican food. My dad, I mean, I grew up in a Mexican household. Right. So that's what I grew up eating. And even though it was in the U.S., um, at home it was like Mexico. 
So when I talk to my friends, they're like, have you had this mac and cheese? I'm like, I've never had mac and cheese. Yeah. And it wasn't until I went vegan that I tried mac and cheese. No way. It was like 20 years. So you've never had real mac and cheese, like real mac and cheese? Maybe like at a Golden Corral at right. some point. Yeah. But no, I don't think I've ever had Kraft. Wow. People were like, it tastes just like Kraft. I'm like, no all right. Idea. Yeah. I guess it does. Yeah. So that's wow, what I grew up that's eating. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just it's Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find it hard or, or do you even do this? Do you uh, take your family's recipes and uh, make them vegan or you just leave those alone? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's uh, small substitutes, if any, because a lot of Mexican food is originally um, a lot of plants anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, the some of the best foods come from Mexico, like chocolate, corn, chili, tomato. Those are all indigenous to the Mexican area. And right. so... Um, I, and a lot of it doesn't need tweaking. And the stuff that does, it's, you know, you just, the chorizo, maybe change it for soy chorizo or yeah, yeah. as an example. How, okay, so I I know this just personally about you. You have a soy allergy. Yeah, so that was new. So how did you, or how do you go about avoiding that as being a vegan? Um, It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's already hard being vegan. Exactly. And yeah, I have like a soy allergy and mild gluten intolerance. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not, it's not like as serious as like someone with, like a death of the allergy or with celiac. I'm, I'm the same way, dude. I took one of those uh, food tests and oh, they, yeah. it came back and said uh, soy is a big trigger for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I, I just have to cook more. Mm. It just every time something happens in my life, I just have to cook more. You know, college, vegan, soy-free, gluten-free, vegan. Yeah. So it's just like isolating. But I'm like, okay, I can either just give this up or be creative and find substitutes. For sure. And that's what I've been doing. I'm like, okay, if I can do it. Maybe someday I'll open a restaurant catering to that. And the more inclusive you are to a lot of people, I think, um, besides it being just a cool thing, I think business booms that way. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah, you can find your niche. Yeah. For sure. Do you? Uh, this is a random question I just thought of. Do you think um, honey is vegan? Um, I guess by definition it isn't because it comes from a bee. Yeah. But I don't eat it, but I don't get like – super upset i guess there's like tears to this yeah, there's a debate about yeah. it yeah so if people eat honey whatever all right um i guess it's the same as like the circus or the zoo i think the circus is much worse <laughs> than the zoo it, yeah and it's like cow slaughter and honey i don't know yeah that's a good way to look at it something like that yeah yeah how do you go about ensuring that your your dishes that you're making are one um exciting and creative um, I'm naturally a creative person. So I think like that artistic musical side of me just translates really well. Yeah. So if I think it looks cool, then I guess I'm hoping other people will like visually. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said interesting, right? And what yeah. were the questions? I meant to say, how do you vary it and make and keep it exciting? Oh, like for myself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess you just got to go around the world. Yeah. Um, maybe you're like, okay, maybe I'll try different countries cuisine multicultural place yeah so i think that's the way i do it um because a lot of people get stuck in their own cultures food sure i know i do uh, yeah whichever culture it is and that's fine but that's the way i find to I'm keep st- it exciting i'm stuck on mexican food dude oh well, that's, that's a good one to be stuck yeah in. right <laughs> i think it's just my, my location <laughs> that's true do you like any other like asian food oh for sure yeah but mexican yeah. food is number one yeah yeah i agree absolutely um, <laughs> what's your uh, your favorite dish to cook do you, or do you have like a signature dish that you do? Uh, I don't know about signature. Maybe signature dishes. Yeah. Plural. 
Uh, I really like to make tacos. You can make a taco out of anything. Oh, yeah. And pizza. I've been really into making pizzas, um, working on my gluten-free crust. And then just I just like the toppings because you can really change it up. Speaking of variety, there you, go. you can throw whatever on a pizza. Yeah, right. And so, you know, there's some mac and cheese and drizzle some barbecue sauce. You got a barbecue mac pizza. Yeah, you make a big old pizza just there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, it's fun. That's a good way to look at it. Um, so I know, I see you on your Instagram, dude, and you, you drink coffee like I do. A lot. Like a, like a, yeah. Alcoholic, basically. Uh, what's your favorite coffee, dude? sparkling water the white one's regular that's my favorite that's where it's at this mango one's new they're just putting all the flavors out now uh skateboarder owned company we're supporting everything skater owned what's up with that y'all check it out oh man um i don't I see, i'm not too knowledgeable about like beans and stuff yeah no i just mean like like, like a brand general, oh, like, like a brand yeah yeah because i see you trying all different stuff all the that's time that's true that's true um well the stuff they used to serve at spiral i don't know if they do still is equal exchange mm-hmm. coffee it's really good stuff um i like oak cliff um roasters yeah and then uh honestly i think besides the quality of the bean and whatever i think a lot of it has to do with the way it's made um, I worked at this vegan coffee shop, Tiki Loco. Yeah. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of Deep that. Deep Ellum. Yeah. And there was this barista there. His name is Efrain. And he was like legit barista. Like he had his own, he brought his own equipment. And he had like a little scale and a timer. So he would like time it and weigh it. Jeez. And he had his own tamper. And he would like go do coffee tours. And that guy's lattes were the best. And even like his espresso shots or his regular brewed coffee. Yeah. It was like the best stuff. Besides having good quality coffee, I think it was from White Rock that we use there. So White Rock coffee. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the craft of making it too. So that guy was legit. So if, if someone like makes it. your coffee right, it's going to be good. Yeah, dude. Coffee is so addicting. <laughs> it is addicting. Yeah. And so I guess addicting. the way I justify it is like, well, at least I'm just drinking like two cups, one to two cups of coffee a day, maybe more. Yeah. And not something more harmful maybe. Oh. Man, sometimes I'll drink three, four. Some people do. Some people go hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two is small numbers. It really is. That's, you yeah. need to get, get those numbers up. Yeah, I put my numbers up. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Soon. Let me, I'm going to take you into a little segment that we do called Hit or Shit. Hit or what? Hit or Shit. So basically, I'm just going to name a few things, and you tell me if you like it or not, whether it's a hit to you or it's shit. Oh, shit. I thought you said ship. Shit. Okay. Hit or shit. And yeah. I just say the word yeah hit or shit you can tell me whatever you want to say you can go into it we can talk about it whatever you want to do man let's do it so first thing on the, the hit or shit list guys we we touched on it a minute ago beyond meat impossible meat yep that's a hit uh beyond hit impossible shit okay a little 50 50 on that one yeah all right how about fried food at the at the state fair kind of hit kind of yeah why is that 
because I can only eat like I figured. one item. Yeah, I figured that's what it was. <laughs> All right, how about um, hit or shit when people leave the whole candy bowl out on at Halloween? The whole candy bowl on their doorstep and just let you help yourself. Uh, is that a hit or shit? That's a hit. Yeah. I mean, it's less personable, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, right. Still gonna, maybe I'll take all of it. I think I, I like when they leave the bowl out better and you just kind of help yourself, you know. Oh, yeah. But then you get that shithead kid who just takes the whole bowl. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, how about Red Bull? Hit. Yeah, I knew Red that. Bull. I knew that. The OG one. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Just the regular straight up? Regular flavor. Actually, I've expanded. The other flavors are good, too. Dude, I like the the coconut, the blueberry coconut one. Oh, that one's good. Hits hard, though. I love that one. Zoom in. Oh, yeah. So how about uh, Broadway musicals? Hit, 100%. Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, Les Miserables. Ooh, that's a good one. Hell yeah. I love musicals. Uh, Tofu. Hit. Yeah? Um, It's good. You cook a lot with it? Not anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can. Never mind. But it's still good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Taco Bell. Hit. Yeah? Good stuff. So do you still eat fast food? Uh, Yeah. I'll do Whataburger hash browns. Yeah. Whataburger fries. uh, Taco Bell bean stuff. Can't go wrong with Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about uh, diners, drives, and dives? Hit. Hell yeah. It's my guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love Guy Fieri. Um, all right, last one for the hitter shit, guys. Um, elote in a cup rather than on a corn or on a cob. I prefer it in a cup, but I really? like them both. Yeah. Oh, I, would, I thought for sure you'd say on the, on the cob. They're, they're both good. Yeah, they're both great. I grew up more with the cup. Really? I think, I think it's a nostalgia thing. Okay. Yeah. That was a good hitter shit. It's <laughs> the mound of Hell yeah, yeah. crap they put on it. No, I love it. What what's your favorite elotes around here? Um, anything from like a small stand outside of a Mexican grocery store or the Hispanic grocery stores? Yeah, you know your shit. Yeah. You know your shit. There's this place out here called Elotes Fanny and they're just like a little it's a little thing. Little stand like you said like mm. that. The best. Yeah, right? Yeah, the best. And they they'll do it on the on the cup, but if you get it on the cob, dude. I bet it yeah. <sighs> so good. Yeah. We actually went on like a little elote tour one day and like Funny. Traveled around just as locally, you know, and hit yeah. a bunch of different stands, dude. And yeah, yeah. that was that was the winner. Um, <laughs> Good to know. Do you have like a, a a dish that you struggle with making? Is there stuff you struggle with? Yes, rice. Really? Yeah, it's like the most basic food that everyone eats and cooks, but yeah. it's hard for me to make like fluffy rice. Mm-hmm. It's either like chewy, like <clears throat> it's crunchy, or it's like mushy. And, I know what you mean. It's yeah, or, or yeah, and it's it's usually not like. It's extreme one way or the other. It's like right here, and I can't just nail it. I can't nail it like other people can. Okay, I wouldn't have guessed rice. That's it's crazy, right? Uh, how about um, your overall like cooking philosophy? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, my cooking philosophy is: I think everybody deserves food, and good food that's good for them. Mm-hmm. And then be beyond that, like, baseline idea is the artistic side, and I think, which is extra, right? Like, making it look cool and taste extra good. Right. Uh, I think food is art, or can be. Food as art? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I, those. I always think of, like, Ratatouille, where he's like, everyone can cook. That, too. Oh, yeah. You know? Also that, yeah. which is true. If you work yeah. at it, you can really do anything. For sure, man. Um, 
when you're uh, going through life in general, do you, how how is time for you? Do you experience time pretty slowly, or does it go by fast? Do you worry about it at all? Just time in general. Yeah. I guess. Uh, you focus maybe, maybe sometimes it it feels like it's just whizzing by. Yeah. And in in the aspect that, like you're running out, you're getting older, and you haven't done everything you wanted to do or that you should do as a as an adult. Yeah. Um, so I guess in that way, I, I have this sense of urgency just from working at kitchens too. You're just like, I got to do this now. The yeah. customer needs their food now. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's a little, it causes a little anxiety. For sure. I could see that. Um, the jobs like that seem to breed anxiety and yeah. Yeah. Um, normal people don't work in the service industry. Like you got to be a little, a little out there. A little messed up. Yeah. A little messed <laughs> Little not right. I know what you mean, man, and and that's that goes back to the, the mental health thing with with chefs. And oh stuff, yeah, you know, everyone's a little little, a little off. cuckoo. Yeah, right. It's true. Um, if if you had like a signature sauce, what what would what would Armando's signature sauce be? Oof. Okay. Um, that's a good question. I don't really make a lot of sauces. Really. Uh, other than salsas, I guess maybe, maybe the closest thing. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I would say it's a ranchero sauce that I make that my dad showed me how to make. Yeah, just like a very tomato-based sauce that goes on like huevos rancheros, like that style. Oh yeah, so like it's kind of spicy, really savory. A ranchero sauce that that would probably be it. I like that. Yeah. Everyone always tells me barbecue sauce. Oh really? Yeah. It's, yeah. Right, growing up, right? Yeah. Right. I didn't grow up with barbecue, but I love barbecue sauce. <laughs> All right, so do this for me. Highlight a low light in your life. Tell me about a, a low time. I don't want to know like the the highlights. I want tell me a low light. Let's let's talk about it. Like a low point in my life? Yeah. What's oh man. I guess I have had maybe three major low points. Three yeah, three big ones. Mm-hmm. Um high school sucked, but I think that's like in general for a lot of people. Yeah. Was really sucky. Um, I think you were there for one of them. Um, remember Anita, how she yeah. passed away? Yeah, that was one of them. Um, you I guess for those people who don't know, I was dating a girl, a vegan girl. She was really cool. Um, just light of a person. She was a, like, she was a light to the world, is what I meant. And she passed away tragically while I was living in that house. Yeah. So that really messed me up for like four years i can imagine yeah. what's what's that like dating someone and having them pass like that i mean it's probably the worst thing yeah. because it's like the person you talk to the most and then they're not there you kind of go a little insane i'm sure yeah it was wild because you, you're you're kind of getting used to each other oh yeah you know what i mean we're already like used to each other how long were y'all together not even that long like yeah. three or four months oh see so y'all were in the you're still in like the honeymoon stage yeah you know but I imagine like death or loss of life of a loved one is probably the low point mm-hmm. in like a lot of people's lives. For sure. So, and then 2020, a lot of things hit then. More more loss of life, um, the pandemic, breakups. Obviously. So. How do you how do you pull yourself out of that? That's a good question. Sometimes I don't even know. I don't. I don't think a lot of us do. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I would like to say like a support system, yeah, just somewhere to crash. Sometimes you just gotta exist, 
you like you can't do anything extra. You just you know, you just lay in bed, blanket, uh, eat some soup. Yeah, and just exist. Yeah, you just gotta exist. I think that's the that's the ticket is you you survive until then until you're better. Yeah, just push through it, thug it out. Yeah, thug it out. Yeah, and I guess find a way to honor those who passed is how I found to cope with this kind of stuff. Is you talk about it. Yeah, for me. Is like the more you talk about it, the more you're like, oh, look what they did. Maybe I'll make this dish in their honor. Look at this picture. Look how cool they were. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so celebrating it in a weird way. That's cool, man. Um, what What are you um, most excited about going to New York for? Um, okay, so one of the things I'm excited for is going to – I forget what park it is, but there's like a park with a bunch of chess tables. Oh, yeah. Right? And just Dude, playing chess cool. in the park. Yeah, I would enjoy that, I too. just want to get a hot coffee and a brisk morning, walk up to an old guy with a golf hat. Yeah, yeah. And he's there setting up his chess and playing chess. I love so that. That's one of them. And then, obviously, all of the restaurants, there's a buttload of them. Mm-hmm. And just the, the city in, itself is very inspiring because it's huge. Have you been? No, I've never I'd love to go. Oh, man. Yeah. You should go. It's a and, dream, and, man. And, yeah, and we'll hang out. It's it's like overwhelmingly huge. It's like Dallas's skyline, but then like copy pasted. Yeah, yeah. Repeated like a hundred times. That's what I like, always think of. I was yeah. Like, how does it keep going? Right. Once you're there, you're like in awe. So I guess being in awe of the city and all of the culture and life it has to provide, I think I'm gonna be very inspired there. Absolutely. I'm just hanging out with my cousins and friends. I got yeah. homies up there. Well, that's good. It's it's nice to have people, and when you move somewhere else, yeah, you can be lonely out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I make friends pretty quickly. I'll just. Well, I mean, you're yeah. you're a nice dude, right? Yeah. yeah, I'll just be like, hey. Right. Uh, so those things, really. That's awesome, man. Is there anything else you want to toss out or promote? You want to um, shout-outs? Shout-outs to Nuno's, Zonk, all the vegan restaurants. Uh, my Instagram and TikTok are SpicyBoy5000. Used to be Soy Boy. Used to, oh, so you know the story. I, dude, I'm telling you. I keep up with okay, you. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's really all I have to Awesome, dude. Uh, shout out Jordan, man. Love you, dude. Oh, Jordan Feo, the yeah. crystal root. Um, a real one. Yeah, real one. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this has been What's Up With That. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Armando, awesome chef. Y'all check him out. Go follow on TikTok, Instagram, all that shit. Like and subscribe. Y'all be you. We're going to be us. What's up with that? He's just like this Australian pro skateboarder. What's his name again? Jason Ellis. Jason Ellis. I thought it was going to be Jake Ellis. No, no, Jason Ellis, dude. He, he's... He's the goat in my opinion, and like he's the the one that inspired me to do all of this shit, honestly, and just be myself and not give a fuck about what anyone thinks. Really. Way to do it, yeah, yeah. Just it's re- hard to do. It is. It's super hard, dude. Yeah. But you have to really put yourself out there, and and like, uh, yeah. So he, he's what really inspired me. It was just Jason Ellis. Jason Ellis. Yeah. You said he's a skateboarder. Yeah, he used to be a pro skater in like the '80s and '90s, and um, he quit doing that. And like I said, he was on Sirius XM for a long, long time, and oh, then that's right. then they fired him and. He started his he started his podcast journey, and that's why I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna start my own podcast journey." Yeah, you know, did he do like related topics like to skating? Oh, I mean everything, or dude. Whatever. Yeah, I mean he had like a whole like almost like a variety show almost. That's sick. Yeah, so he had people on there from like people that counterfeited money, mobsters, pro skaters, porn stars. I mean everything, dude. That's super interesting. Yeah, so he had a whole diversity of people and just shit. Dude, on that there's this show called hyper it's got a long name it's a japanese show on mm-hmm. netflix i might still be there it's got like hyper something 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 okay and it's about a it's a documentary a food documentary about this japanese guy who goes and documents people you wouldn't normally see eating and his whole thing is everyone eats 
criminals, prostitutes. Yeah. And so he goes to just like uh, the Yakuza until like he'll go cool. he'll go eat with the Crips and he'll see what where they eat in their hood yeah, and then yeah. he'll go eat with the Bloods. And he'll see what they eat. No and way. Then, yeah, and then he goes to the Latin Kings, and he just go, and then he goes to like this. That's on Netflix. Yeah, and then he goes to like the sex worker in Africa, and what she has to do just to get food, to get yeah. the money to get food, and that's his whole thing. He goes to people. He's like, and it's true. It's a perspective where you're like, everyone eats, like mobsters, it's criminals. A great perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's super interesting. Great concept for a show. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Hyper it's, something. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect that to be on Netflix. That's pretty neat. Yeah. But yeah, man, this this whole podcast thing has just been like a, a a journey in like finding out who I am too, you know. Like I've I've like got it. I've gotten more comfortable with it and like you realize how cool you are to a sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess cuz I'm not trying to sound like egotistical or anything, but you know, you get people in here who don't really have much going on or personality or can't carry a conversation and it's very apparent. Oh yeah. You know, once once the lights go on, cameras on, and then and then you're like, all right, showtime. Yeah, and they're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. It happens. But yeah, I thought you did great though, honestly. Thanks, man. Yeah. I think I just start babbling when I'm nervous. It's good though. Yeah. Yeah, good good babbling and just I do the same thing, dude. Like, um, <laughs> honestly, like right before when I every time I go meet people downstairs. Oh when, yeah. When they pull up. I'm nervous and just like anxiously talking to Jake, just just to get my nerves like calm down. Just anxiously yeah. talking to him, like oh man, having the same conversation, like oh, I'm anxious again, you know. Like park again, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, but where? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I hear you. No, but it's cool. It's just like talking. Yeah. It's basically man, just hanging out and talking too much it helps sometimes man because some like this is a good point like before uh before this i was super stressed out and then by the end of it i'm fine oh cool you know like i'm just cool and calm and it, it just kind of gets it all out for me and like but a lot of the time after doing the podcast like i talk so much i don't want to talk oh you get all talked out mm-hmm. so i just you. i just get real quiet yeah and just i feel yeah. that yeah, sometimes my girl's like, "What? What the fuck? You're not talking to me. You talk to all these other people and everything, you know." But yeah, I'm just spent. I'm just talked out. Like, I hear you. Just bring a mic out and be like, "Let's do a podcast." Like, oh no, yeah, yeah, no. We're we're definitely gonna do one together. Um, we were actually supposed to do one together like last week, but our guest canceled on us. So. Oh man. Yeah, dude, that's the hardest part of running a podcast is scheduling. Oh really? Yeah. All this other shit is easy. Like the editing, it's fairly, right, that's what you guys fairly do. easy. Yeah, when me and Jake have been doing media stuff forever. I was gonna ask. I didn't even know. I didn't really know you that much, man. Yeah. Well, back back then I wasn't doing this. I was just okay. playing guitar for Jordan. Uh, yeah, I knew that. And, you know, and like, uh, I knew you were into media and stuff. That's yeah, cool. yeah, and that's basically all I was doing. You know, I had, we had the wood grain clothing line back then that we were doing, yeah. and uh, but yeah, me and Jake, we've just been doing media stuff forever. Had the same media teacher in high school. That's cool, so, man. Yeah. So we just think the same. Mm. Heck yeah. Click really well. Dude, mm. we all do a podcast up in. NYC. I'd love to, man. Like, uh, I'm actually talking to bring, a, up, bring up a mic and a camera. Oh, absolutely. Easy. I mean, all you have to do is bring this board, a couple mics and a camera in your streets. Hell yeah, dude. Yep. Nah, I was actually talking to my man, Gotti. Uh, uh, he's setting up. I saw some, that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Gotti's great, man. Shout, shout out Gotti. What's up, man? Um, he's setting up some interviews for me in LA. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. Mm, so I'm, I'm I'm wanting to get get out there and talk to anybody. Y'all, if y'all know anybody, send them my way. Don't be scared to reach out to me. I don't bite. I'm really approachable. World leaders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get some world leaders, leaders, please. I'd like to honestly though, I'd like to get like a, a comedian. Someone who's like an up and coming comedian. Oh, yeah. I love talking to artists. Um all the skate homies, y'all come on. I know y'all want to come on. Let's talk about it. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell my friends. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Well, dude. Yeah, well, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, you bet, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you after forever. Yeah. It was weird. I guess with the internet, it's like it's it's weird, but like we're still we're still kind of connected. It's like I saw you. Yeah. See, you still see him exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I've I've kept up with you since you know since we moved out. You know, I mean, I've been watching all your shit, man. Likewise. Yeah. And you're still playing, right? Yeah. yeah. Aren't you in a band? Um, I'm in a project. Oh, cool. It, I, I play I play guitar for a rapper named Gotti. Oh, Gotti, Gotti, yeah. that Gotti. That's yeah. right. So I saw a sick photo of y'all. That's right. Right. Yeah. We we just opened up for Three Six Mafia like oh, wow. last month. Dude. Yeah. Sick. It was so sick, dude. A great time. They're actually talking about uh doing a couple songs with Gotti. So. Okay, Gotti. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a little uh, insight for y'all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. There's some lot, a lot of shit popping, man. A lot of opportunities happening lately, and it's all thanks to this podcast, honestly. It's that leap. Yeah. And that's what it was, man. And like we were talking about, it's that leap of faith in yourself and just yeah. saying, you know what, I can do this. Mm. I mean, it seems like it's blowing up to me from the outside. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what it feels like on the inside. No, I mean, it definitely, from the inside, it feels like it's gaining momentum, definitely. Just, uh, you can, I mean, you can look at that numerically with just the YouTube views and stuff. It's, right. it's definitely growing. And it's starting to kind of gain its own momentum, you know. Um, and that's great and everything. I love it, honestly. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but oh no, that's that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, we we can end it, man. I'm I'm just bullshitting with you. But. If you'd like to see raw, unedited live episodes, follow us on Twitch at Twitch.tv/slash What's Up With That. To watch full episodes of What's Up With That, subscribe to us on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash What's Up With That.